Good day, folks. Welcome to another Joe Radio Live program. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the COVID-19 vaccine. We are actually doing a two-part series. All right, this is the second part that we are doing, the second and final part of our Vaccine Exposed. Right, that is the title of the series, Vaccine Exposed. And this is part two, where we will be talking about the manufacturing plant hazards ignored all right manufacturing plant hazards ignored and um, you're going to understand what i'm talking about in a little while we have a, a clip to play for you as well all right talking about that but before we get into it we have to do our hit your scripture all right which we are going to do right about now and today's hit your scripture is taken from psalm 3 verse 5 and 6 and it says I laid me down and slept. I awaked for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves um, against me round about. I'll read it again. All right. Remember, it's Psalm 3 verses 5 and 6. I laid me down and slept. I awaked for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. All right, so that was your hit scripture for this episode. And um, remember, even as the, the, the psalm talks about God sustaining us, right, you don't have to worry, you don't have to fret every day that God allows you to see. Um, he already knows your needs. He already knows what you need. Um, you're basically your daily bread and he will supply. He will supply and he will protect you, right? So it doesn't matter how many people are coming against you, um, um, situations and circumstances that looks like it's just um, working against you. God is in control. Always remember that as you go through every, sim- every single day that God allows you to see. Always remember, no matter what you're facing, <coughs> excuse me, um, God is in control. He's protecting and keeping you. And on that note, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I want to invite you um, to, to invite him into your life if you don't have a relationship with him. All right. And so it's very simple, very easy. Just say, Lord, I repent of all of my sins. I come to you a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life. Change me. I promise to serve you from this day forth in Jesus' name. Very quick, simple, and easy. If you said that prayer genuinely from your heart, welcome to the body of Christ. Get a King James Version Bible. Begin to read and study the Word of God and get to know the one who created you. All right? So, once again, this is part two of our two-part series, Vaccine Exposed, um, specifically the COVID-19 vaccine. And in this part two, of the series, we are going to be talking about um, manufacturing uh, plant hazards um, ignored. All right, manufacturing plant hazards ignored. Um, now, I before I found out what I'm about to play for you, I was totally unaware of this. Right, I was totally unaware of this, and so um, it was an eye opener for me. Right, and um. I don't think it is something that a lot of people, when they think about the, the COVID-19 vaccine, I don't think it's something that a lot of people think about, consider, uh, um, you know, that kind of thing, right? You may, you may have a few people who may, you know, maybe doing their research, and but the majority of people, because they have so... Um, use this COVID-19 situation to instill fear into so many people, not all the people, but so many people, that people are so desperate for a cure, 
right? People are so desperate for relief. People are so desperate uh, to see things go back to normal, which it will not. Hence the reason why they call this the new normal, because things will not go back to the old normal, right? Um, so a lot of people, they are just really desperate for things to um, seemingly come back to normal to be able to um you know not be so restricted uh with your movements and other things and stuff like that so people some people basically um glad that the vaccine is here they don't consider what is in the vaccine um how the vaccine was prepared why it was how come it was um, prepared so quickly and all these different things all right so get ready we are going to play this clip listen carefully to the information Right, and I'm going to come back on the other side. While there's been much attention given to the approval for a COVID-19 vaccine, little attention has been given to how the facilities where many vaccines are manufactured are being regulated. A recent investigation in Vanity Fair magazine features a former FDA inspector turned whistleblower who says that the FDA is not doing its job and downgraded his findings to escape regulatory enforcement. The article also cites documents and letters charging the plants lack proper FDA oversight. The FDA responded that medical products are made, quote, in compliance with good manufacturing practice. I recently spoke with the Vanity Fair article's reporter, contributing editor Catherine Eban, who is also the author of the book Bottle of Lies, the inside story of the generic drug boom. Who checks all these plants? The FDA is responsible um, for inspecting the manufacturing conditions inside any plant that is making drugs that go to U.S. patients. They have an elite unit of highly trained investigators called Team Biologics, but Surprisingly, it's only 14 people who are required to investigate conditions in 280 biologic plants that sell uh, drugs and biologic products into the U.S. So this is a, you know, our investigation revealed it's a demoralized unit claiming of poor, poor supervision uh, from inexperienced supervisors. Uh, there are personnel complaints inside that unit, um, this whistleblower alleged that he was not empowered to do his job. He felt that it threatened the safety of the American public. So an inspector goes into a plant, finds things wrong, they file a report, and presumably there's some sort of regulatory action taken against the company to clean up, it, uh, clean up its act? Right. So an investigator has to classify their findings in any plant. Those can be no action indicated, which means they didn't find any problems. Um, voluntary action indicated, which means the plant should take some steps to make changes, or official action indicated, which is the most serious. One of the complaints inside Team Biologics uh, is that investigators are going in finding conditions that they classify as official action indicated, which means urgent. The plant needs to make urgent changes because there are real hazards there. And that bureaucrats back at FDA headquarters were downgrading those recommended classifications. So does the FDA have any plans to increase the size of the team that goes and inspects the plants, considering what you're talking about, which is that we are uh, heading into an era where there are going to be multiple vaccines that are going to have to be manufactured at an enormous scale to make sure that everybody who needs it gets it in the United States? Right. 
I'm not aware of any plans that they have to uh, expand that unit, upgrade their, uh, their capacities. Uh, and in fact, it, it's sort of worse than that because if the COVID vaccines get approved through what's called an emergency use authorization, it's not even clear that the FDA is gonna require full inspections of these plants. Now, full inspections produce publicly available records. And what we learned from our reporting is that so far there's only site visits happening and memos being written to file about conditions in these COVID-19 vaccine plants. Uh, they're not even producing, you know, fully public documentation. So this comes in an era where there is increased vaccine hesitancy. The World Health Organization says that is one of the top 10 problems that's facing the planet right now. You know, in an article like yours, I can easily see an anti-vax community picking it up and saying, here you go, here's one more reason that we should not get uh, a COVID vaccine or any other because these plants are horribly uh, regulated. Um, wh what is, what's your response to that? I'm glad you bring that up because when these issues first came to my attention, my reaction was I'm never writing that article because the last thing I wanna do is contribute to vaccine hesitancy. Uh, however, I think it is critical that the FDA does its job. Um, so we were very clear in the article that, you know, the anti-vaxxer position linking um, vaccines to autism is really based on debunked science full of conflicts of interest. You know, th the issues we raise in this story have nothing to do with the anti-vaxxer position. They have to do with whether the FDA is doing the job it is supposed to do, which is ensuring that all these manufacturing plants uh, follow good, good manufacturing practices. Catherine Eban, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, folks. So we are back. We are back. We are back. Um, serious, informative stuff there. I hope that you would have paid attention to what was being said. And I just want to clear up something. Um, coming down to the end of that clip. Now, the people that, um, this lady that was speaking, who would have, um, you know, written the article and, and stuff, you know, she spoke about the 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 anti anti vaccine and pro vaccine now they focused mainly on that first part you know where the fda was not doing their job and safe so they are basically pro vaccine but there are, of course are multiple reasons right right why you should not um get the vaccine right if you haven't taken it already that is right in part one you would have heard um where we dealt with you know the 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 how to put it how quickly they were able to produce a vaccine when the gentleman clearly stated that normally it takes 10 years right normally it takes 10 years and even the 12 to 18 18 month um time frame he said basically what he was saying is, is still pushing it right because um it's not enough time to really properly assess the safety of the vaccine, right? But I'm not going to go too deep into that because we already dealt with that in part one. So we want to focus on the 
hazards of the plant and so you would have heard um, what was said in the exchange with the gentleman and the lady who wrote the article um, basically right um, there is not proper regulation to sum it up right there's not proper regulation the first thing is um, that she would have mentioned one of the first things is that um, there's a team of 14 14 persons team biologics right and they have to basically um, um, regulate and, and, and visit 200 or over 200 I should say plants of these plants right and by the way this is just dealing with you know with the United States right because we know that there are you know um, India and other places doing vaccines and stuff like that and so we don't know what is taking place in those other countries and um, just in the United States alone as she would have mentioned um, where they're supposed to be um, you know, like a public record where, where the general public would have access to um, the findings in these plants, right? There is no such thing as she would have stated. There is just a memo and they attach the memo to a file and that is it. And it's out of the public's view. So we, the public, basically, um, without, without these, you know, whistleblowers, we don't have a clue. We would not have a clue the conditions of the plants where these vaccines are being manufactured and stuff like that all right so it's just to inform and educate you the public you the listener as to um you know the the manufacturing of the of the vaccine and all these things right so i hope that you know you would have been informed that you know just like how it did for me it was an eye-opener for you right um once again as always i thank you for your listenership i thank you for your love and your support right we welcome all the new listeners right um also once again as well if you like what you're hearing you like the podcast you want to support the podcast right just go to the podcast website in the description below on this page go to the podcast website click the podcast website you'll see the button podcast website right and um it'll open up a whole portal of other things right you'll see the donate button you'll see our social network right you will see our um online clothing store which is another way that you can support us and um also remember when you support Joe Radio when you donate you're not just supporting Joe Radio but you, you are also supporting our non-profit organization Feed the Need right our non-profit organization all right so I want to thank you for listening as always um you know you could always message us contact us let us know what you think of the programs and everything and continue to share Joe Radio Live with everybody, right? You'll also, before I forget, you'll also, um, on the podcast website, you'll also have access to our radio station, our online 24-hour, 24-7 online radio station there as well. All right? So, as I always tell you, right, don't just exist, but be a blessing. You have been listening to Joe Radio Live with your boy JC Vibes. Until the next one, I am gone.